Welcome to an Impact Ministries production, brought to you by Impact Ministries World Changers, changing the way the world sees God. Learn how you can become a world changer today by visiting www.impactministries.com. Now, here's your host, founder of Impact Ministries and developer of Heart Physics, the self-development programs that have changed thousands of lives around the world, Dr. Jim Richards. Hey, I'm Jim Richards. I want to welcome you to Impact Cyber Church. Today, you're going to church with people all over the world. You say, well, wait a minute. What do you mean going to church? Well, I'll tell you, people use these broadcasts for iGroups, for church groups, for Bible studies, for all kinds of ways of ministry. Let me tell you something. Church is not how we define it. Church is when any believer connects with God around praise and worship, and specifically when more than one believer connects together to seek God for a purpose and to worship together. So I'm telling you what, all over the world, people are meeting together with you right now. And we're going to be talking today about science, the new religion. And you're going to come to understand how Paul's warning about false science science, which he told us to watch out for, is essentially a crucial to what's happening in the world today and what's undermining your faith. So you don't want to miss a part of this. You want to share this with your friends. And remember, these are always available at impactministries.com. Be sure and get my free download. It's not going to cost you anything. I want to be a blessing to you. I want you to be able to connect to God as the God of creation because that is the core of what strengthens your faith. That's the core of the entire Bible. Be sure and get it today. We're going to dive into it today. We're going to be talking about the new religion of the world, which is science, but specifically false science. The Apostle Paul warned us against false science. I want to tell you something. There is nothing wrong with science other than the scientists <laughs> because the truth is pure, unadulterated science is phenomenal. I mean, these are people that look out into the universe, look at the human body. They really see God's creation in ways that very few people ever, ever, ever see God's creation. And the truth is the scientist whose heart is like a blank slate gazing into or out through a window into the unknown will daily participate in an adventure really that nobody else has probably ever experienced. They'll grasp things that are known by very few people. See, this person with a blank slate allows what is to shape their thoughts and be instructed by God's revelation of creation. Of all the people in the world that should be fervent worshipers of God, I think scientists top the list. But the problem is modern science has become a belief system itself with all the prejudice, dogma, corruption, and blind faith of which it accuses religion. In fact, it has become the rod of atheism, the teaching arm of the new world order. So what should and could be pouring daily revelation concerning the glories of God into the world has actually become the information base for all that's unholy. Sadly, not many scientists see God in His creation. They don't look at creation allowing their minds to be a clear slate. They don't allow that which is created to speak to them and reveal God to them. Instead, they speak to what is created and tell it what it must say. You see, so many scientists, or at least the ones whose observations will actually be accepted by the system, they look at creation with a predetermined opinion. They are seeking a desired outcome with the prejudice of unbelief. Now, while science itself is wonderful, scientists are burdened with the temptations, fears, 
ambitions and corruptions of mere mortals. And in the end, not everything that's called science is actually scientific. The Apostle Paul addressed the Luciferian influence over those who study creation from the earliest of times, even down to our very scientists today, when he said this in the first chapter of Romans. He talks about unrighteous men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, who exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature or the thing that was created rather than a creator. That's taken from Romans, the first chapter, starting verse 18 all the way through verse 25. See, from this scripture, we realize something. We realize that through mindful observation, we can understand things about God that will be totally consistent with everything that's written in the Word of God. We can grasp and see the glories of God that will support His Word in everything that He's ever said. But we can't see that if, in fact, we've already chosen something else. You see, the laws of physics, when observed without prejudice, reveal the attributes of God. But instead, they suppress the truth in their own unrighteousness. And really, rather than worshiping and acknowledging God, they idealize the creation. Now, the moment we eliminate the possibility of the Creator, we have elevated creation to a self-made, self-perpetuating entity. We honor the wisdom of the universe. I hear that all the time. The universe is speaking to me. Well, you know something? I understand that because there is intelligence in the universe, that in a certain sense, that can be true. But to most people, the universe, the universal mind is all really a substitute for the God who created it, the God who invested his intelligence and his wisdom into it. You know, in verse 25 of Romans chapter 1, there's a very subtle but significant truth. See, it really doesn't say that they exchange a truth for a lie. It says they exchange the truth about God for the lie that leads one to worship the creation instead of the creator. In other words, the definite article there, the truth about God and the lie, it's talking about a specific lie that has been here since the beginning of the rebellion of mankind here on planet. Actually, since the beginning of the watchers, the angels that crossed over and created the Nephilim, those that supported the Luciferian doctrine. This is the specific lie that says God is not who he revealed himself to be through creation, through his word, through the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, when scientists observed creation and saw and understood the infinite love and wisdom of God as the creator, man, they could be instruments of revival every single day. The truth is, as they looked, they saw how things were created to sustain life. This world is created to sustain life. God's love is manifest in a world that always supports life. The meticulous attention to the smallest detail of how planet Earth works and sustains life reveals the love and the wisdom of God in creating a perfect world for mankind. But they deliberately choose not to just reject that truth, but to hold or suppress it 
because they have accepted the lie about God from the father of all liars. They close the door to truth about God to the entire world. They don't want you to know. And eventually these very scientists who claim there is no God will bow their knee by choice or by force to the one whom they already ignorantly bow their knee, and that is Lucifer. You see, when we abandon the truth about God as creator, it produces a continuum of corrupt logic, and all calculations and all conclusions are only as reliable as the, the assumption from which something begins. Now, beginning with the assumption that there is no God changes the entire process of observation. You know, we know the way the mind works, that whenever we have a strong opinion, whenever we get locked into a point of view, it alters the way we see and perceive things so that even when we want to see the truth, we're not going to see the truth. And the real truth is Jesus said the reason people close their eyes, harden their hearts, and close their ears lest they hear and have to change, have to deal with themselves, have to repent, have to give up their opinion and their ideas. I want to tell you something. People believe in the world the way they want to believe in the world. Just like Christians believe in God the way they want to believe in God so they can live the life they want to live and justify it. You know, what's really interesting, based on quantum theory, of an interactive universe, we talked about this last week, it may even change what creation reveals to the individual. And this interactive universe, when we're looking at it, it alters what it shows us based on our predetermined opinions. You know, when observing the subatomic world, scientists have discovered that what is observed is dependent upon the observer. Thus, the observer will alter the experiment based on his expectations. The no-gun theory then rejects the importance of planet Earth to God's eternal plan, the true identity of man as the one created in the likeness and the image of God. That's all rejected. That's all thrown away. And besides this corruption of our faith, this facilitates the moral basis for abortion, eugenics, euthanasia, genetic modification, the mechanical model of man, no absolute morals and values, and almost any other corruption of the human imagination all starts with creation of the universe and the creation of man and the likeness and image of God. All of this is nothing more than an eternal precursor for the escalation of iniquity that's going to lead us to the rise of the Antichrist. And I'll tell you, when man no longer sees himself as created in the likeness and the image of God, and he surrenders his authority, dignity, and worth, I got news for you, then there's nowhere to go. Only the wicked who actively seek to undermine it will actually realize the truth about man's authority. You know, that, that's an amazing thing. People don't realize the devil knows he doesn't have authority. He knows you're the one with authority. And amazingly, as a believer, you don't know that. And you don't know how to exercise it without going to some kind of weird, a goofy, mysterious place that's totally removed from the Scripture. Listen, when you know who you are, you direct your life under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Listen, don't leave, come back. We've got a lot more I want to share with you. I know you're already getting your questions answered. I know this has got to be thrilling to you to start to realize that the God of the Bible is accurate and all of his scientific information, more accurate than any of the scientists in the last five or 6,000 years and more accurate than any scientist is going to come. Listen, you want to be sure and get the series and if possible, the book Apocalypse, because it's going to answer even more of your questions, build your faith, and establish your heart.
You know, it's an amazing thing. We wonder how the world got here. We wonder why it's all going crazy. I'll tell you why it's going crazy, because every day you send your kids to schools that preach and teach ungodly values, ungodly morals, ungodly ethics, and we just sit back as if, because they're the professionals, they're qualified to tell us all this stuff. I'm going to tell you something. The church has gone to sleep, and the church has handed our children generation after generation after generation over to the wicked to be trained. Atheists, murders, and Luciferians are establishing our understanding of reality on almost every plane of existence. They tell us how the world randomly came into existence, denying creation. Man's God-given identity and subsequent authority is lost through these unproven theories of evolution. God's wisdom for managing our emotions is perverted as the basic nature of man and his emotional struggles are redefined by the psychological experts. We train our children to be rebellious workers of iniquity because the professionals know best how to raise and discipline them. Our judicial system is a complete inequitable process of fraud and injustice because we reject God's standards of justice because we know better. We want social justice. We want something that's never worked in the world instead of the only thing that ever has worked when applied properly. The list of rejecting God's wisdom and accepting the fraudulent lies of the carnal world are just endless. The Bible is no longer a book whereby we live our lives based on the wisdom of God. It's something that some occasionally read out of religious obligation and then violate its teachings and vainly call Jesus Lord and pray about these things as if it's going to change anything. All the while, the world around us descends into complete chaos. We wonder why God has failed us. The scientific community was already corrupt beyond imagination. But I want to tell you something. The scientific community took a quantum leap right after World War II. I mean, it was already corrupt. It was already Luciferian. It was already based in Nephilim doctrine. But I want to tell you something. After World War II, something happened that forever plunged us into greater levels of depravity, darkness, greed, and inhumane practices. And at the end of World War II, they had the Nuremberg Trials. And the Nuremberg Trials made a big pretense of bringing justice to those who had hurt so many people. They want to pacify the world, but the truth is the masterminds behind the most hideous crimes against humanity, the doctors and the scientists that murdered millions of people and sought to enable Hitler to overthrow the world, were secretly smuggled out of Germany into various countries of the world. In America, it was called Operation Paperclip. Look it up. Instead of being punished for their atrocities, they were rewarded with a new identity, immunity, wealth, prestige. These sadistic, narcissistic sociopaths helped launch our scientific, military, and medical communities into entirely new levels of corrupt logic and Luciferian philosophy. These are the great minds we trust to tell us how to live, eat, raise our kids, and as well as what we're supposed to believe about God. We trust them more than the witness of the universe. We trust them more than the written word of God. We trust them more than the inner voice of the Holy Spirit. Man, I'll tell you, we'll drop everything we're doing and we'll do what some... Doctor says he may be a good doctor, maybe a good man, but he's just doing what the drug companies have told him to sell and to produce because he trusts them. And before you know it, man, our life is burned up and we're going to be spending all that we got just buying one drug after another. Like I said, the judicial system doesn't work. Science as a whole has become so demonically controlled. The seduction that does not occur because these people openly oppose our faith or verbalize our antagonism against God 
is amazing. In other words, it's not happening openly. The seduction doesn't occur openly. It occurs at a very subtle level because we don't really trust the Word of God. We don't read and seek God. And slowly and subtly, our faith is eroded because we elevate the opinions of these men and women above the Word of God. We don't know who we are in Jesus. We're not knowledgeable enough of the Bible to recognize a lie. And once I've accepted science as my trustworthy, reliable, authoritative source, then I accept what it says with little or no realization of how that affects the rest of my whole belief system. See, the world system through government-controlled education has created a closed-circuit, self-perpetuating intellectual loop that initiates the lie. And then it sustains the lie through education. Then it enforces the lie through the government and the bureaucracy. The world has created an educational system that determines its own truth and its own rules of philosophy and logic. Their truth is determined by a set of absolutes that have no knowledge of God and is really committed to destroying all faith. That set of absolutes is based on science, as they would call it. And science reaches conclusions that it then determines to be the absolutes, and the theories must be judged by this set of absolutes. And it's like playing poker with somebody who's stacked a deck and marked the cards. Regardless of how good your hand is, you're not going to win. Education based on this false science is validated. Or let me put it this way. Education is based on science, and science is validated through education. It's a circle. It's like a group of people following one another in the circle. They all think that they're following a leader. Nobody's following anybody. And anybody who disagrees with the information or the conclusions is ostracized, vilified, persecuted, and sometimes imprisoned and occasionally murdered. See, two things a scientist can't do and maintain is standing or support any concept of intelligent design and creation. They don't have to believe in God, just intelligent design. Or do anything that would take wealth and control from the hands of the elite who basically are running the system. See, science has thousands of unanswered questions. There are many contradictions to its view of reality. These questions cannot be answered because they reach beyond the capability of modern science, but more significantly, they reach beyond the will of modern scientists to accept the truth. So they vehemently reject the truth in order to continue to feel secure in their false knowledge. You see, the ultimate question that can't be answered, and it'll never be answered, it'll never even be rationally discussed, is this, where did all things begin? See, the amazing thing, until the 70s, science was adamant that the universe had always been. I mean, we're talking about for nearly 6,000 years, we insisted that there was no beginning to the universe. Well, then with the advent of quantum mechanics and the Big Bang Theory, their unreasonable dogma, which had been based on nothing more than philosophy, just went up in smoke. The very laws of science prove that there was a very specific beginning. Then without an apology, an admission of error, a change in the science textbooks that your kids are reading in grade school and in college and in postgraduate school, nothing changed. There wasn't even a willingness to consider the new facts. They conveniently ignore the true science when it's not to their liking, and move forward to concoct more improvable theories to lead man away from the faith in his creator. And I'm telling you something, that's what it's all about. At the end of the equation, all current scientific theories of creation and humanity 
can be nothing more than theory because really they can't answer the first and most important question, and that is, who started all this? Someone, some intelligence, some intelligent being had to start all this. Well, this intelligent being was Jehovah God. This being was El Shaddai. This being was the father of the Lord Jesus, God the creator. And I'll tell you something, it doesn't matter if you believe in evolution, the Big Bang Theory, you're still left with the fact that something cannot come from nothing unless it does in fact have a beginning. And you can't ignore the fact that our universe is not old enough to randomly create human life from nothing. If the first assumption of any theory is incorrect, regardless of how many supporting accurate facts it may have, the conclusion will still be faulty, especially when the conclusion is determined at the outset. Regardless of the facts, the scientists, the world system has their conclusion because the world system hates God. It hates truth that proves God's word is absolutely correct. They will lie, twist the facts, cover the evidence, and even murder those who expose their sinister intention. I want you to realize something. You don't recognize it, that all that's in the world, all that's in the world is corrupt. And if the love of the world, if the love of the world, that word's value, you say, I don't love the world. Do you value the world? Do you value the word of the educational system over the word of God? And I'm not saying be stupid. I'm not saying reject science. I'm saying reject their conclusions because almost everything that's taught to you today in school is no longer accepted science. The best scientific minds in the world reject the antiquated theories of evolution, the antiquated theories of an eternal universe. They may not believe in God, but if they don't, it's because they choose not to. I want to tell you something, there was a specific beginning, and here's the deal. People want to reject God because they want to live immoral, ungodly lives. They want to default back to the very a root of the original temptation, that is you get to decide good and evil for yourself. You get to be your own God. And people want to say, you know, I can cheat here. I can lie here. I can commit adultery here. I can commit this sin over here. You know, the word of God really doesn't matter because I'm creating a concept of God in my own mind. But you see, if God is the creator, then he is the one who has the right to say, this is good and evil. I tell you, the scientific world is willing to believe in aliens. They're willing to believe in almost every bizarre concept other than God, a creator who has a moral sense of values. And sadly, most of the church, or much of the church, let me say, has rejected God's morals and values and standards as absolutes. And many of the people who embrace those morals, values, and standards don't know how to do it without becoming hard, mean, judgmental, legalist, and that's not the point. God's morals, values, and standards are there specifically to give us a quality of life that can be obtained, that can be discovered nowhere else. And in the New Covenant, we have Jesus who shows us what this stuff can look like in real life, and we have the grace that he brought us to make us able to live it and we can have a life that's easy and light if we'll follow him. Listen, don't go away. I'll be right back with my mentoring moment. Listen, don't be left with half of the facts. Don't be where you can't answer the questions in some intelligent way. Don't be where you can't calm the questions in your own mind. Be sure and check out my book and my CD series on Apocalypse. I got a special offer for you this month. 
You know, people always ask me, Jim, how come science and medicine, all these things you studied, why didn't they take you off track like they take so many other people off track? Well, it's real simple. It's because I established myself in the Word of God first. Listen, through Impact International School of Ministry, we have our entire curriculum online. You can establish yourself in the Bible, and you can go way beyond what we're covering in these programs or what we even cover in my CD series, and you can establish yourself in a truth in a way that you're able then to read a scientific book and reach the biblical conclusion, or you're able to read a medical book and reach the biblical conclusion. See, the problem with science is not that they get the wrong information. The problem with science is they reach the the wrong conclusion because they've already made up their mind what the conclusion should be. So you can become a student at Impact International School of Ministry online today and go at your own pace, or you can help us launch it to the entire world. You know, it's so important that you not get overwhelmed by all this information. And I hope you'll continue to listen to this series every week. Go back and listen to this program, and I hope that you'll get the book and or the CD. Now remember, even though there's some overlapping information in the book and the CD, there's always extra information because there's some things you write one way and you speak another way. But here's the real deal. You know, it's not important that you have all this information. What's important is that your heart be established because most of what we've been taught about how to prepare ourselves for the days that are ahead really didn't come out of the Bible. It came out of some religious idealism somewhere. I want you to understand something. Taking this information and just turning it into facts that you regurgitate is worthless. You want to take this information. You want to go back to the Bible. And this is why maybe going to Impact International School of Ministry, taking some of our courses would be so important. Taking eschatology, taking the book of Genesis, taking some of these courses and resolving your unanswered questions so that your faith is immovable. Because Jesus said, you know, the most important thing that we got to do when we face the days that are ahead is we've got to stay connected to God in our heart. We've got to have oil in our lamp, and that's only going to happen if we are able to keep our attention focused on God, and we keep our attention focused on God when we trust Him as our true source of help, our true source of deliverance. And then, you know, the second thing, believe it or not, that Jesus wants us to do is He wants to be sure that during these dark days that are upon us and coming upon us that we keep taking the gospel of the kingdom to the world. And that's one of the reasons I was saying you can become a student and develop yourself and you can help us send this all over the world. We have Operation One Billion going because even at a time when finances are tight for almost every ministry that I know of, even at a time when other people are drawing back, we're expanding because I'm going to tell you something. We intend to take this message to one billion people. I would encourage you, establish your heart so that you always stay connected to God by believing the truth, but also reach out to the world and let love reach its ultimate goal as you help us train leaders to reach a billion people around the world. Thanks for listening to the weekly Impact Ministries World Changers podcast with Dr. Jim Richards. If you like what you've just heard, we encourage you to share our web address, www.impactministries.com with friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out the resources section of our website for previous podcasts and our videos. Join us next week for another great message by Dr. Jim Richards.